My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This This is is Life in Spanglish. Carolina, mi amor, me tienes despierta de temprano. I know. I mean, I'm waking up in the middle of the night, en la madrugada. Pero tú sabes lo que dicen. Al que madruga, Dios lo ayuda. We about to have a good day. Give it to me. We woke up nice and early. Let's go. I feel like today we should talk about, you know, refranes. The things that Latinos use and say. Let's go. That have been passed down. Girl, I could talk to you. We could have a whole conversation in, in refranes, like phrases. Latino phrases. See, I feel like you are a little bit more well-versed on this than I am because I feel like my mother and father, they tried to be more proper. They weren't. Let me just give it to you. I mean, they weren't, you know, but like, I didn't really hear a whole lot of these phrases growing up. I mean, I feel like now I definitely know the word like encachimbada. Encachimbada. Do you know what that is? No, but me voy a poner la pila and I'm going to learn all your phrases from Nica, okay? <laughs> I got you. Well, from Nicaragua, somebody who in, who's in Cachimbala is like they're super pissed off. Like you, like I am furious in Cachimbala. So for us, that means encojonada. Esta tipa te me encojona que el diablo. And then Puerto Ricans say encojonada. So, you know, we have different variations. It'd be the same phrases, the same terms, but you got to remix them depending what country you're talking from. Yeah, it might be worthy of a remix. Like, un cachimbazo. Te voy a dar un cachimbazo en la cabeza. Like, that's what my mother used to say to us. Like, if we wouldn't leave her alone, she would say, te voy a dar un cachimbazo. Or, or you know, that's like where, obviously, we all know the chancleta. Girl, for us, it was, te voy a dar una maldita galleta que va a salir volando. That's the same thing? <laughs> Your mom was not playing, honey. Your mom was not playing. I still use a lot of this stuff and I catch myself and I know where you're coming from as far as like your parents having not used a lot of those because a lot of those things are seen as like street behavior. Like you're bringing kind of like street slang. Like in in Dominican Republic, if you go out 
and you're near a, a colmadón, which is like a big grocery store where people drink, play dominoes, that is all you're going to hear. Refra refranes. A caballo, re caballo regalado no se le mira colmillo. You know, just craziness. You know what I'm saying? You, so I understand where, why your parents shielded you from that. I do. Mine I do. tried too, but I was always like a little mini hood rat in my own way. Even though my mom was super educated and nice, I'd be listening to other people <laughs> like, ooh, that ghetto-ness. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to use that shit later on in third grade. Don't worry about it. You didn't choose the streets, honey. The streets chose you, and that's why you are the way you are. Hell yeah, man. La última Coca-Cola en el desierto? Not really, but kind of. You love yeah, me. Tú crees que tú eres, yeah, tú, tú crees que tú, que tú eres la última Coca-Cola en el desierto. That's, that's hilarious. I've not heard that. I feel like that is so funny. That, Dominicans use that shit a lot. When somebody's trying to act like they're all that, you know what's so crazy? Things don't translate from Spanish to English the same way. Because, oh, you think you're the last Coke in the desert? That wouldn't translate. But when you see somebody, pero mira esta tipa, que lo que ella se cree, la última Coca-Cola en el desierto, like, it just sounds so good in Spanish. And I guess that's why I won't let go of these refranes, because it just gives us so much, I guess, colorfulness. I'm keeping them shits for life. I don't know if I would pass them down to my kids, but I'm keeping them for me and my sisters and my cousins. Girl, you got to see my cousin chat. That shit is Full of refranes is it and really? craziness. Yeah, see, we don't really use them as much as I would like to. I mean, I wish I was more well-versed in this subject, but that's where I think sometimes whenever I'm listening to my mom and dad, I'll pick some up, or even my cousins when I'm in Miami. Uh, like, sometimes they'll say, oh, el bachiguero. They'll say that about my son Noah because he feels like he's a know-it-all. Like, he knows everything. Oh, el bachiguero. Like, he just cried. You know what I mean? So that's something that they use all the time. Or tapudo. Tapudo sometimes. is. Do you know what tapudo means? Like a know-it-all? Tapudo is, is some is somebody who who pretends like they know all of it and then they, they really haven't been anywhere. Oh, they're speaking about different countries that they've been to or experiences that they've had. You know, and that's where they'll call somebody that name. But yeah, definitely. I don't know if I have a whole lot of them. I feel terrible. I wish I had more to contribute from my Nika side. I guess, and, tacudo, and for Dominicans, we'd be like, ese tigre loco es un bultero, haciendo bulto, hablando de vaina que nunca ha ido, hablando de que paña. Ese tigre nunca ha ido de paña. Que maldito bultero. Quítame ese tigre de ahí. You know, so it's kind of like the same thing, but you know, we have, I'm going to run down some of them. Um, like I wrote a, a few down, Dominican ones. One that we like to say a lot, especially when you're a super chismoso or chismosa, yo no, yo no soy baúl de nadie. That means I am not holding nothing in for nobody. No me digan nada, que yo no soy baúl de nadie, señores. So I will never tell that person a secret because everybody is going to know. They're the town crier. They will be telling it on the corner, on at the store, everywhere. And that's a fact. Another one that we like to use a lot, se hizo el chivo loco. Diablo, viste ese tigre cuando llegó la cuenta, no pagó, se hizo el chivo loco. Like, el chivo loco is like a crazy goat. Like, you trying to make believe you ain't see what's going down. We yeah, use yeah, that yeah. one a lot. Do you guys say anything when, like, when people act like they don't know what's up? No, um. No, well, now you got one. I don't know. Maybe que dundo, like, you know, somebody who is like, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some things that my mom and dad have said. I'm, I feel like there are just different words. Different words have different meanings in every single country. Like, for example, I was talking to a friend who was telling me that she was getting uno globo para una fiesta. And I'm like, chimbomba? Globo? And I would never call it. I call it vejiga. Una vejiga. Vejiga is a balloon? Yeah, a vejiga for us is a balloon. La, ¿Dónde están las sí. vejigas? 
we could do this forever, Carolina. What do you call? I'm telling you. What do you call the bottom of the rice? The crunchy bottom of the rice. What do you call it? Oh, rapado. Como uno, uh, arroz rapado. We call it concon. C-O-N, C-O-N. Concon. My son loves, and they like to call it huita rice. So huita comes, huita rice. Huita is my mom, abuelita. They call her huita. And so whenever huita comes, they love huita rice. But they don't like the the bottom and rapado is like you know when you go out and you get an helado they get the ice and they and they i think maybe because you're you're getting the bottom of the pan that's why they call it rapado i don't know un rapadito for us is a scratch off oh really that's a lottery ticket un rapadito that's wild now what about your so for us gallo pinto is beans with rice and that's got many different names You've never heard gallo pinto? Uh, we call it moro, M-O-R-O. Hazte un moro de habichuela negra, hazte un moro de guandule. That's what we call Some people call it casamiento. I've heard that one before. Casamiento or moro y cristiano because of the black and the white, I guess. Is that, I, I think it goes back into like the old, old, old days. There's so much history here that I wish I was more knowledgeable about it. Uh, we had... A discussion about tricky track. No, I don't know what that is. Tricky track. Caroline, I feel like this needs to be a reel or a TikTok. I don't know what that is. This is crazy. That's fireworks. Uno tricky track. Because that's the sound that they make. A firework. We call it fuegos artificiales. <laughs> or tricky traca. También. I could call it tricky traca también. That's what it is. Yes. That is so funny and everybody always looks at us like we have three different heads because you call things by a different name so for example when you go back to dr see for me i haven't been back to nicaragua in years and actually we're trying to plan on going this year for new years but that's where i pick up all the lingo and you know it only takes a couple of days to get back on track of course <laughs> you come back and you got all the all the ghetto <laughs> you're like what what are these two I went back. I'm like, okay, so this is how they say this now. This is how they say that. Like us, we have a word. It's called teteo, right? Diablo, esa tipa, teteo. That means like having fun, bugging out, partying. It's a it's a fairly new word. What's it used more for right now? Party y teteo. That's it. Like those two things. But it's like a fairly new word. It's like Dominicans are constantly making up new words. And that's, that's definitely one of them. I need my Dominican dictionary to talk to you right now because I feel like I am so out of the loop. And also, I'm on Long Island. I don't get to interact with people of our... Girl, I'll be on YouTube watching these Dembo videos and interviews. I'm like, I need to make sure I stay in tune with my Dominicanness. I do go back a lot, but I'm very isolated when I go back. Like, with the exception of maybe going to get my hair done or maybe going into the supermarket, I really stick with mostly my family if I go to the, if I go to the capital. If not, I'm inside of a resort. Yeah. So what do you say when you call somebody? I, this is one that I know. Un su madre. Mm, we like we like that one. We have su madre o la gran puta. That is obviously I would hear my mom and dad say it all the time, but that's not in my vernacular. Like I wouldn't ever say that to my kids. So if you said that to my kids, my kids would look at you with like, what? They would have no idea what that would even be. Isn't that beautiful that you can say all those things and they don't even know what you're saying? <laughs> Mira, hijo de la gran puta, coño! And they're like, I love you, mom. That is a plus, Carolina. Please tell me it's not. I need to actually get that more. I need to get that more in rotation. You can let off so much frustration. I don't want you to put this energy out there, but girl, if, if they don't understand what you're saying to them, you can say anything you want to say to them. 
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I want to get back to some of these refranes, because I feel like now one that we use a lot is a caballo regalado no se mira el diente. Yes, of course. Yeah. You don't you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You basically, you take what you got and, and you appreciate it. That is a fact. Don't be raising the gums talk about, let me see if this is an old ass horse or not. If I do anything for you, you better be happy, bro. A caballo regalado no se le mira el diente, okay? Now, otra cosa que decimos nosotros mucho es, lo que hace con la mano, lo debarata con los pies. That means like you do a good thing with your hand and then you ruin it with your feet. That just means like you can't control yourself. You bound to just fuck everything up. Oh, wow. That's hardcore. My mom used to say that a lot to me when I was young and I just... Well, for my... For- 
for us, my mom used to say a whole lot. What, what would she say? What's like a variation of that? She would say, Te di el mano y me cogiste el codo. I gave you my hand and you took my elbow. Like, I'm trying to take advantage. Like, if she would say, you can watch 30 oh, I know minutes that of one. TV. And I would stay there and I'd watch two hours. And then she would come in and she would give me un pencaso. And then she would say, te di el mano y te cogiste el codo. So that was something that was obviously very used in our house. Yeah, we use that one too. Diablo, te cogiste el brazo entero. Te di la mano. Yes. Yeah, so we definitely <laughs> use that one. One that my mom used to always say, no dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Well, obviously, yes. And I feel like that's still part of my life. Like that kind of like became ingrained in me. And it's like, and here's a translation. Um, don't leave for tomorrow what you can do for today. I think that's such great advice just in any situation. And it's so appropriate. But normally my mom would say that on Saturday mornings when she was forcing me to clean. So that's why I don't love that phrase. I always think to myself, like, you just had us so that we could clean your house. And then I said that one time and I caught a beating. I caught them hands. You know, my mom was not playing. So yes, that's definitely one that my mom would say all the time. So cuando te tocaba lavar el baño, te levantaban temprano. El que madruga, Dios lo ayuda. No dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Ponte las pilas, por favor, Carolina. That's it. Just like that? Yes, Just like exactly. That. That, that was, I mean, I feel like my mother was in this room right now, honey. My goodness. And what do you call like when you go out and you're going drinking? What do you call alcohol? What do you mean? Alcohol, bebida. Like, like no. Waro. Waro. Huh. Interesting. Waro. Yes. How are you that's, spelling this, Carolina? G-U-A-R-O. Waro. Yeah. And I don't know where it comes from. I have no idea. But I know that they would say, oh, él se fue de noche y estaba tomando guaro, you know, fumando marihuana. <laughs> so. También fumando marihuana y de todo. Y la patilla para cuando? Let me stop. Y estaba por la mierda. Pablo Farruko, man. <laughs> Give me some more, honey. Now, other words in Spanish, Carol. It's so crazy because I've seen those TikToks where like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, like somebody will bring up like, like, what? how do you call this in Spanish? Un lapis. She's showing me a pen. We say bolígrafo. Bolígrafo. Never heard it in my life. Never? No. Pásame ese bolígrafo. Never in my life. But this is the beauty of our culture is that whenever you go somewhere, there's always something to learn. Whether you are going to Puerto Rico or you're going to the Dominican Republic or, you know, for example, for me, Nicaragua or wherever. Even if uh, South America, I will tell you, is very, very different. My sister had a Peruvian nanny. She was from Peru. And some of the things that she said would leave us so puzzled. But there's just a completely different translation when you go from country to country. It's true. I, my manicurist, she's from Guatemala. And she said, like, ese tipo está, estaba recho. I'm like, talk about he was mad. Arrecho is pissed. Yes, I know arrecho. For Dominicans, it means you're horny. Ese tigre está recho. That means, like, you have a hard on. Like, you're trying to, you're trying to hit. So when she said that, I was like, really? the hell is this bitch talking about right now? Yeah, but see, you know what? My Cuban friends always say coño, and coño has so many different meanings and definitions. So, I mean, I always thought that coño was like a woman part. Coño is like, damn, like, you know, coño, porque, yeah. That's like joder, right? Yes, exactly. You know, they blur that out. When when a song says, uh, Mark Anthony has that song, I think, with Daddy Yankee, and they always mute that part. And I'm like, I thought joder was like bothering. But to some people, joder is like 
fucking like i'm like what the hell is happening yeah but you know we played a song uh what is it pepas by farruko we pay, we played that and unfortunately we played the um dirty version which we had no idea Girl. and i and i was like whoa 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 what's going on and i had i had i was like oh we can never play that version again because apparently there are a lot of curse words you know so that's why you need to keep your game it's up. just it's, there's a lot of reference to drug use drug yes. use a lot that song is super censored can we talk about Farruko really quick, Carolina? And the fact, you know, that he, sure, found, that he found God and, you know, he no longer wants to, you know, put this type of message out there. Like, I love this for him. You know, it's crazy. because Really? Yeah. I was going to interview him and I had hair, makeup done, everything. And Zoom was up. This is a couple of months ago. And all of a sudden, his team is like, it's not going to happen. Something happened. It's not going to happen. Something happened. A couple of weeks later, this man is like, giving himself to God and saying he no longer wants to put this message out there of, you know, body, patilla, alcohol, you know what I'm saying? Like he's changed his life and he, he broke down on stage in a concert. You know, he just started preaching the word of God and Pepas is like, I had no idea. Yeah. Like he is a, a changed man. I just watched his new video a couple of days ago. And the music felt like Farruko, uh -huh. but the message was totally different. Even in the video, he's like partying, having a good time. And then everybody turns into like a demon. Everybody turns into like vampires. And God comes get him out of the club. Now that you mentioned Pepas, I felt like it was just a good time to talk about this. And you know what? He's good. He's, he even says that Farruko is like dead. Now it's like a different situation. I love this for him. I am here for the enlightenment. I feel like there are so many people who have been spoken to. I'm like, Jesus, enter my heart because right now I seriously cannot stand people. There are so many people that like, if I see their name pop up in my email, I'm like this bitch. Okay. But I love that for him. And I feel like that is really, really special. I'm so glad that you told me about it because I had no clue. Girl, I'm going to send you the video. This man literally cried. I think he was on stage in Miami. And you know, it's crazy. Some people commented like, listen, I came to see you perform pepas. I didn't come here to see you preach the word of God. And you know what he told the person? I will refund you your ticket because this is where I am now. Well, he also should pray for them because they really do need the spirit. You know what I mean? And that, I feel like he could have said to them, quédense con su pendejada, que yo me voy a ir. And, uh, you know what I mean? I feel like he is the type of person now that he has been spoken to. And I, you never know what you're going to get from him. I'm really excited about that. So am I. And you know what I love, Carolina? That he's so, he's so cool. He's such a dope artist. And he's saying like, yo, it is okay to realize that what you're doing or the message you're putting out there is not positive. It's not conducive towards, you know, a good future. I don't want to spread that message anymore. I still want to be an artist, but I want to pivot. And it's okay to like God because I feel like a lot of people feel embarrassed about church or being baptized or being part of, you know, religion. And he's yeah. putting this out there in the forefront. Listen, you guys, this is my new music. You're going to take it or you're going to leave it. But God is more important to me than saying that we need to pop pills and get drunk and party. I love Farruko for this. And sooner or later, we will have our conversation. I'm putting it out there. Yes. But yeah, Pepas, bad song to play uncensored.
Did anybody get did anybody get written up for that? Unbelievable. No, I stopped it. Thank goodness. I was just like, oh my gosh. I said, I think we played the wrong version. But you know, there's nothing wrong with evolving. And I think that that also lends to this conversation too. I think there's an evolution that's happening with me not continuing to say some of these phrases in front of my own children, because some of them, I do have bad memories of, you know, my mother saying, estoy encachimbada con esto niño, whenever my dad would call. And so I don't want to transfer that energy to my children, but I do think it's important for them to be aware so that they know if somebody's pissed off at them. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. You don't, you don't want no They'd be like, mira este, mira Noah, se hizo el chivo loco cuando llegó la cuenta. Or, no pagó, or to feel like they're, you know, un pendejo, like that people can get one over on them. Uh, there's no way, there's no way that I could ever, ever compare my language or, or what I know to honey, because honey, you have far surpassed me on this subject girl dominicans we are a different species and you know you, my husband finds dominican people so amusing and funny he he will sit back and just watch my family talk and interact like it's a comedy show watch the show he loves yeah. it he loves it and you know at this point you know older people can't change i i try not to feed too much into you know the craziness but i love it and i thoroughly enjoy it and I love my people and all of our craziness. This isn't something that's just exclusive to Latinos, though. I feel like even in New York, there are so many things that we say just as New Yorkers that some people just don't understand. When it's freezing outside, I had no idea what brick meant. But as I've become a New Yorker and as I have gone through many winters, when somebody says, yo, it's brick out there, I know that it is so cold. I'm going to have to wear my long johns. I'm going to have to put on some three layers because that shit is serious. So even as New Yorkers, we have a different type of way of expressing ourselves and other people around the country. Girl, you good? Oh, that means. Yo, you good? Right. You want beef? You good? Right. I was going to say, are we going to fight right now? Or that's not necessarily wondering if you are indeed good. That means, yo, you good? Like, do you want to get into this? Like, do you want to start something with me? That's you good. I see you sad. I'm like, Carolina, you good? Different meaning. Different meaning. You know, you're actually concerned about my well-being there. But also, or if you're passing through or you're getting away with something, you good, you good, you good. Go. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that word right there is just so crazy. I love it. That's my, because I will, if somebody will bump me, I'll be like, yo, you good? Oh, see, honey, I will not What's mess up? with you. <laughs> or I could be eating my lunch and look at somebody not eating and be like, yes. You good? That means you exactly. I didn't touch the other half. You can have it here. So New Yorkers, we have a whole list of things that we can say that other people in the country would not even be able to translate. It's like its own language. I feel like we could do a whole nother show with that, yo, because we there's so much slang that we use that's unbelievable. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. 
Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I moved to Long Island, I had no idea that being on the line meant being in the line. And I really struggled with that one. Oh, you're online. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not on my computer. Online means you are in your spot. You will be served next. Get online. Online is not the same as getting in line. So there are many different things that I have learned. You better fall in line. You better fall in line. Exactly. That's giving you some advice because now you're pushing me and I'm going to get upset with you if you keep going in this direction. So yeah, there. I, I feel like I could actually be a little bit more well-versed on this subject, just in all areas. I, I don't think that my slang is up to date. I still say, Ooh, that's bomb. Bomb is not, that's not, acceptable anymore no retire bomb please all right i i feel like it's still good oh fire i do all right that one's good you can keep that one fire emoji i do put out there yes i give out the fire emoji energy whenever i see um one of my friends in a bathing suit picture that i would never be able to take myself i'll put up the fire the flames yes i love it i'm here for it what about real talk you like you use that one real talk yes but sparingly because it's really not something that i have in heavy rotation you add it every time i'm gonna tell somebody something i'll be like yo real talk i'm gonna need you to stop parking so close to my car 
Yo, mom, real talk, I'm going to need you to stop calling me at 6 a.m. and waking me up because I don't work till 7. I love real talk. That's like my shit. Like, I'm serious. When I say real talk at the beginning of a sentence, expect something that I'm not happy about. Well, that's me saying, honestly. <laughs> it's just your version of me saying honestly, because that's what I always put out there. But I also read a study that said anybody who uses the word honestly, that you need to be skeptical of them, because then that means that any other time that they're speaking, they might not be being honest. So they have to validate it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I use honestly all the time. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm telling stories every other time I'm speaking. You know what I hate when people start a sentence with no offense Bitch, you about to offend me. I already know it. Well, no offense. No offense, but Exactly. You're about to you're about to cross a line. Go ahead and just say it. Don't even bother saying no offense because you know you're about to offend me. And then that's when I'm gonna start beasting. Well, beasting or wild and out. I do not use wild and out. My son used wild and out the other day and I said, excuse me. He came in and he was saying, Oh yeah, they were wild and out on Fortnite. Not too bad. I said, who was what? Why? What is that? What does that even mean? How were they wilding out, Noah? And I'm the one that's being all proper. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who have I turned into? I used to be cool. And now I'm like that mom. Don't say wilding out because I'm going to end up flipping on you, little boy. It's just so much yeah, that we can. Totally, totally. Well, now we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk. I mean, I feel like we could do a whole subject just on their relationship, but I want to specifically talk about how many hours of people's lives were wasted on watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. So by the time we're going to be airing this episode, it will probably be resolved. I hope it will be resolved. My God. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, Carolina. I feel like this is like the trial of the year. This, this had people gripped. Can I tell you, honey, that my sister called me and she said, you in media, I am shocked that you are not watching this. And I said, Liz, I don't have the time on my hands that you do. She said, you put it on your phone. She was listening in one AirPod while she was working. She would do her laundry. She would bring the phone into the laundry room. I mean, this case gripped the nation. And I'm just wondering if this was like the OJ, like you you mentioned before, is this the OJ of this time right now? Because everybody was caught up in this whole like following of the case. And you know what? I, I kept seeing stuff on social media, like snippets here and there. But then I'm like, you know what? He's an actor. She's an actress. They're both equally to blame. They both did some foul shit to each other. But I'm not watching these people act out this drama in court. We're never going to get to the bottom of it. No. We don't know who's guilty. And I felt like this could have been resolved without going to court slander, defamation. Like, come on, you guys were married at one point. It was a circus. And I love how we call it basura de la celebridad. You know, it's like we all get caught up in these stories and what's happening in people's lives. But I don't know. I won't let something like that take me over. There were people who were secretly watching at work. And I'm telling you, this was nutty. Mm -hmm. Imagine me consuming that type of toxic activity while I'm trying to be productive. Like I have a, a uh, TV in my office. Imagine me having that trial on. Hell no. I remember as a kid, people watching that OJ trial. And I'm like, it I remember when the verdict broke, I was living in Long Island. I was actually going to Brentwood High School. And I remember like uh -huh. my older sister took me to like a Chinese restaurant, I think on like Islip Avenue or something like that. Okay. And the people uh -huh. in the Chinese restaurant went ham. That's when the verdict was read. And I'm like, what's happening? I remember looking around and not understanding. And it was OJ. These people were all at a Chinese restaurant watching a television waiting for this verdict. And I feel like, yeah, this case right here. But I think social media has given it like more legs than it needs to have. More life. People feel like they want to clip it, post it. I'm like, 
this doesn't need to be a TikTok. This doesn't need to be a reel. We're watching it on TV. We're watching it on CNN. Come on, people. Back off. But that legitimately is the only way that I was aware of anything that was going on was because of people putting up clips on Instagram. And I know it was a circus and there are so many people who talk about like how they were celebrities and they're arguing about millions and millions of dollars. For me personally, I just don't want that toxic energy around me. I feel like there are so many other things. It's so triggering. And so I feel like that is another discussion, though. You know their friends know the real dirt. You know their friends know exactly what happened. And we all have those toxic friends. We need to bring that up next time, honey. Toxic couples? Girl, I have been around them. I have watched them mm-hmm. physically assault each other. Ooh. I have watched them go to jail. I've I've watched a lot of different situations with toxic couples that are friends. It's crazy. That's a whole nother episode though, Carolina, because girl, I got stories. I'll be in the middle, like, don't choke her out. Don't, don't hit him. Don't. Come on, we're gonna go to jail. We're in another country. Come on, motherfuckers. I'm shook right now. I don't wanna be in jail in China. Oh my gosh. It's another show. See, I feel like I have not lived. Honey, you got stories. You got stories. I mean, you do not want to get arrested in Thailand, by the way. That I will tell you right now. That is not the spot. That's not the move. But, you know, if, if we forgot any phrases that you know, send them to us. You can DM me. I'm at The Real Carolina, and you can tell me what I messed up and what, because listen, this is a learning. This is a learning curve. There are so many things, and that's part of the reason why I love life in Spanglish is that we get to really be real, and we get to say, you know, look, I may not have been around the culture as much. I definitely am grateful to my parents for bringing us here to this country and for instilling all of those things in us. But it's way different when you're growing up in Ohio and not hearing the same things that your cousins are hearing in Nicaragua or in San Francisco than when, you know, when I was growing up. So if I missed anything, definitely put me on. We got to put together a book. It's going to be called Frases Latinas by Honey and Carolina. Come on, girl, let's get to this bag. Let's sell that shit on Amazon. I'm here for it. I love the way you think. And you can reach Honey at I Am Honey German and both of us at LI Spanglish. So make sure that you guys follow. Also, like and subscribe. Make sure you're telling your friends. And that way you don't miss any of our episodes. And we love, love, love that we get to spend time with you guys. Leave those comments. I, I'm always on, on the iTunes podcast reading your comments. So leave the comments. Give us five stars. And let's just keep rocking. I love you guys. Oh, me too. Love it. Life in Spanglish is a production of Life in Spanglish Productions in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.